What's up, everybody? This is your favorite member of the Verbal Tap gang. That would be Rafa Sparza. You may notice that Kevin isn't here. Uh, so a little bit of background. We recorded two episodes back-to-back because we were trying to enjoy the Christmas holiday. Uh, you know how some people get weeks off? I don't allow Kevin to ever take a week off. So, you know, we thought we would do two episodes and then we would get to enjoy our break. And we did. Except we forgot to do Over Under Kevin, which is a problem, because we've been doing it straight for two years, no interruptions, and, I mean, it's a thing we do. So, rather than call Kevin in, we did a nice uh, talent search to find people who have talent. And after we realized that not many people had talent... Um, we got requests from people who just said, put me on the show. So we went through a number of those. We gave them a rigorous screening test. And uh, that is what we have for you today. We have a UFC 95-195 preview. And um, I'm excited for it. Because here's the thing. We know that the entire concept of Over Under Kevin is that he's terrible at picking. That's the whole concept. So, we decided that if we're going to do it without him, we're going to go super legit. So, we decided to bring on a BJJ brown belt. Because Kevin's only a purple. And, you know, like, is he... Have you ever rolled with Kevin? I mean, it's a fair question to ask. And I'm pretty sure he would uh, say the same. So, rather than, you know, let me come up with words on how to describe this next guest. Let me go ahead and read the uh, little profile sheet he gave me, okay? Here we go. Caleb Johnson is a 21-year-old jiu-jitsu brown belt from Tyler, Texas. From a young age, he knew he was destined for glory. Caleb started training when he was 15 and has since fell in love with the art we all love, jiu-jitsu. I know, hanging on an ellipsis there. On January 9th, he will take part in Texas's first professional jiu-jitsu event, the Fight to Win Pro 2 at the Revention Center in Houston, Texas, against 2015 Purple Belt World Champion Jordan Burton. Ladies and gentlemen, with that rousing introduction that I did not write, I think it's time to bring on Caleb Johnson. Caleb, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, guys. I'm doing good, guys. How are y'all? Not bad, and you keep using this y'all. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. When you say the word y'all, uh, what is it that you're thinking? Are you? Is it like a nice pleasantry? Is it like your sup? Do you say hello ever? Uh, hello, y'all. And it's just like, how are y'all doing? How are you, all people? All the people in the room. All the people. Yes, it, they've never really gotten around to doing uh, a rap song from the 90s for all y'all, but they should. Uh, I lived in the South for two years, so I, I have a certain kinship to y'all because it's uh, it's never really offensive to guys or girls, so that's good. Hey, good news, everybody. Caleb just dropped off the line. That's how you know we're doing a live broadcast. So why don't we bring on the other guy who's on the show this week while I desperately work to get him back on the lines. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome his opponent, maybe, if we can get him back online, from the MMA Hour, your friend, but not mine, 
New York Rick, Eric Jackman. How you doing, man? Oh, God. Don't ever bring your fucking oh, little Oh, hell music yeah! Eric, I'm concerned about you. Do, you. do you know why? No, tell me. Okay, so... As of recently... You know, I asked you this question a long time ago. I was like, do you watch pro wrestling? And you were like, no. No. Me, no. But you knew the terminology of heel and uh, good guy, bad guy concept. Yep, yep, yep. Still, no. But then, lo and behold, who was mm, live tweeting Survivor Series? No, I don't think that was it. What were you doing? I, I think was it Survivor? I don't know. Yes, was it, it was. Survivor Series? What? Um, I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the real lowdown. Is uh, I used to watch wrestling a shit ton when I was a kid, like you know Stone Cold, The Rock, all those. Everybody, every when everybody was watching it. Um, but then I kind of fell out of it. But what I did start doing is listening to podcasts um, about wrestling that I really, really love. In particular, the one great cheap. Pete, really good podcast that uh, ESPN puts out with Peter Rosenberg and the Masked Man and Greg the Virgin Valentine, and uh, it got me back into thinking and and you know uh, learning about pro wrestling, but still not you know an avid uh, watcher. So the premise of you not even being a fan was false. Well, no, I, I even to this moment I wouldn't call myself a fan just because I don't know. Like I watch it. Some, you know, from time to time on the big pay-per-view events, and it seems okay, but I'm not like – it doesn't really do it for me like back in the day um, when I used to watch it hardcore. Um, okay. But I do love – I love consuming the wrestling media because I think it's so fascinating um, that it's covered almost like a real sport with like real, um, you know, interviews and things like that uh, to the point where um, I can't think of a, a real equivalent other than actual sports. Uh, so I love the media, um, but the actual, you know, product, actual wrestling, um, it doesn't really like, uh, it doesn't move me one way or the other. When I watch it, it's, it's okay. Um, when I don't watch it, I don't feel like I'm missing, uh, out. Okay. Let me ask this, uh, Caleb, I think we have you back on the line. Do you have a feeling on professional wrestling? Uh, not really. I never watched it when I was a kid, but I see a lot of memes on Facebook and I like to humor you with the memes on Facebook. Thank you. I like to humor myself with memes on Facebook as well. Uh, well, the reason I ask is because part of doing over under Kevin without Kevin is that you really have to have a sense of cutting a good promo. So if you do good at pro wrestling promos, it transcends to doing well on this show. So, Caleb, you're a nice guy. You're from the South. You're inbreded to be nice. Can you be mean and cut a heel-like promo on Eric right now? Uh, well, I'm not the nicest Southerner, but uh, I can be mean. I just got—I don't know much about this guy. I can see from his Facebook pictures that he's looks kind of pretty gay. But besides the man bun, I have nothing really to say about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got the white boy fade going on, and 
I don't know what else to say. Eric, people make jokes about you being gay? I didn't hear that. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, let's do this before Glad calls us and uh, revokes their scholarship that we give away every year to one lucky gay individual. Uh, if oh, you're listening boy. and you are uh, of the gayness, um, we're sorry. Uh, we apologize in advance. We're sure going to make a lot of stuff. But, you know, we make fun of a lot of people on this show. Anyway, Eric, what's your response? Uh, the views and opinion expressed on this podcast do not represent New York Rick and Eric Jackman Incorporated. Did you just incorporate yourself on my goddamn show? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, maybe TM. Maybe I'll be a trademark. No TMs. Um, nothing for you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was something. That was a good start. I mean, we're off and running. We I'm are off and running. And we're about to get to picks. Um Eric, what questions about training do you have for Caleb? Because you're somebody who has flirted with training. Sure. Never really stuck to it. Correct. And why um, what questions would I have? My question is, and now this is going to be a very serious question. I'm going to take this to a serious place, even though we're supposed to be, you know, uh, rivals and we're supposed to be cutting promos on each other. Well, what's it's a very serious game? question. My question is, my one of my barriers to beginning training is I like to see um, progress and I like it to be measurable and I like it to be something I can quantify very easily. And my concern is that training every day to get better is not going to be um, something that I can easily quantify, which will kind of discourage me from continuing it. How do you overcome that as a, as a barrier to entry or just a barrier to like getting up and going to the gym when you need to? Um, well, when I first started and I was, when I was getting my ass whooped and I know I wanted to see progress in my own game, I, I honestly just kept going back to the gym and just whenever something wouldn't work, I'd ask questions and then uh, I would apply it while I'm rolling and eventually I started catching people and started seeing progress, but it, it's all in due time. You really have to just stick with it. And, you know, not many people get, you know, to the black belt stage. And even, I mean, people stop at, at blue belt and it's just like, oh, well, I'm a blue belt. I don't think I can progress from here. But honestly, you just have to keep sticking with it, even if, you know, you're getting your ass whooped. But that's, for me, that was, you know, a lot of, like, helped a lot coming up to where I'm at now. And that's, I'm not saying I, I'm so much better than, I mean, I, obviously I'm a lot better than I was when I was a white belt, but, you know, learning, I mean, getting tapped a lot helped me get to the point where I am at now. I don't get but as tapped But here's my question, though, and, and, and Caleb, maybe this will help you get a better idea of Eric. What if you lack the uh, testicle fortitude to really continue in a sport that is challenging? Um, well, if you never plan on going to professional MMA, you can just do some TRT, throw some balls. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like the short maybe, maybe up your testosterone. Maybe let your hair grow out, grow a beard, drink a beer. <laughs> I like that you actually answer that like a scientist and being like, well, Raph, um, I don't know how y'all do this in uh, your fancy cities. But here in the South, we just take some TRT and, you know, uh, put a no, little... No, we don't have to take TRT here. We're men. Oh, well. Unless he, 
testosterone is very high. I'm going to go ahead and uh, record this conversation and send it over to uh, Vitor Belfort, carrying a horse meat. (laughs) So let's do that. Well, gentlemen, uh, thank you guys for listening in. We're glad that you join us. We're going to get straight to our game of Over Under Kevin. Make sure as you're listening, you're more than welcome to hit us up with questions because we have an expert here, and that's me. But we have two participants who are more than willing to try and listen to your questions. Gentlemen, just to review the way that we do Over Under Kevin, it's very simple. You guys have 15 seconds to give me who you think is going to win. We go through the entire card. We do it randomly. If I so feel it, I will give you guys 15 seconds for rebuttal time. But that's only if I feel it. If I don't, then screw it. Do you guys understand the rules? Let's do this. Okay. Now, here's the thing. The other thing that we're going to say before we start, and we normally don't say this toward the end, is there is usually a bet. Now, Kevin isn't here, so I'll give you guys the option on if you would like to place a wager with each other. Not monetarily, because, you know, jujitsu athlete, guy who works for MMA, Harry Ohlani. Would I like think, uh, now now hear me out on this. I think what would be fair is because Kevin is no-showing this, that we each have our own wager, and now, you know, this wager would be something that Kevin has to do, say, think, you know, whatever the case may be, prison rules, whatever, whatever we decide upon. But I think that each of us should have our own, essentially, punishment, uh, or we can be nice to him. Uh, I won't be, but we could be. Um, and whoever wins between us, their uh, their comeuppance for Kevin is the one that gets selected. Because I feel like him no-showing this shows just a complete lack of respect and, uh, you know, reverence for his position. And I think that the only fair thing would not be a wager between us, but actually us to decide what happens to Kevin with, with the fate of the game on the line. Uh, Caleb, your thoughts? Uh, I completely agree 100%. Okay. I do agree with you. And hear me. I, don't, I feel we should be mean as well. I, I feel, you guys do what you need to do. I still feel that there should be a double accountability. I think it should be that you guys have a bet. And don't worry, uh, GPS voice. We're going to get back to you in just a second, okay? But I believe that if you guys have a small bet that's, like, not super embarrassing – that you guys do it with each other with the added bonus of a Kevin Beck. Um, yeah, sure. How about, uh, we'll, we'll do the bet later, but I just wanted to make sure you yeah, guys let, knew let's that ahead. Let's decide on the stakes later. Let's decide on okay, the stakes later. How's that road treating you, uh, Caleb? Uh, this thing is very loud. Should I do all of the, uh, announcement for the fights in that voice? Yes, please. Okay. I just like the idea of announcing. And now, turn left on Drew Dubber versus the other guy. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. All right, let's get straight to the picks, you guys. Uh, I feel very good about this. I think you guys are, are cordial. Let's know that the gloves are off now, guys. No more southern niceness. No more East Coast niceness. I can't even say that. That's not even a thing. Yeah, it does, uh, doesn't happen. Yeah. Is somebody in New York helping you and being very nice? What? 
All right. Let's start here. First fight is going to be Kyle Noak versus Alex Morano. And we're going to start with Eric Jackman. Eric, you got 15 seconds on the clock. Go. Uh, I'm going to take Kyle Noak for the simple fact that he kicked a man uh, in his last fight and made him audibly yelp. And that's one of the first times I've ever seen that before. Um, it was pretty incredible. And uh, I think he's going to get uh, another knockout. Um, Kyle Noak is the pick. Okay. Okay. Let's go over to Caleb. Uh, I'll also pick Kyle Noak for the fact that uh, for the front kick as well. And his opponent, Alex Morano, uh, I mean, he's a legacy uh, welterweight champion. He just choked out Derek Krantz. But I still think that, I mean, Kyle's been in the UFC for a while and he has the experience. And I don't, I don't think Morano can, uh, can step up to that game right now. Okay. Let's go here. Um, Eric, how do you feel about uh, Caleb falling in your st- footsteps here? I mean, you know, that that's to be expected. He knows, you know, where the bread's buttered. He knows who the, the veteran is. He knows the championship experience I have, the game reps. Um, wow. You know, while he feels comfortable on the mat, I feel comfortable uh, in the picking uh, arena, and I'm the reigning champion of this. So <laughs> is it there makes a sense. picking arena? What is, does Staples make the picking arena? <laughs> it's uh, it's sponsored by uh, Quicken Loans. Mm, okay. Uh, Caleb, your response. It's okay, Caleb. Here's the thing that we should really talk about right now. I know you're concentrating as you are driving, so it's a little harder to shit talk. So I'm going to actually take one for you. Eric, I think that's funny to say uh, that you would uh, make fun of our good friend Caleb here for not being able to do something when you yourself haven't really been able to go to a jiu-jitsu class, even though you said you would. I've done other things instead of that. I mean, what have you I've, done? What you have know, you done? laid in bed. I've laid in bed um, with my beautiful wife. I've uh, watched, you know, Making a Murderer. I've, uh, you know, watched Magic Mike XXL. Um, and this is just in the last like 24 hours. So, you know, while, you know, jujitsu sounds like a, a noble and reasonable pursuit and something that would probably likely help me in my profession. Um, you know, being able to, to marathon making a murderer and watch Magic Mike XXL from the comfort of my bed uh, really, really appeals to uh, my lazy sensibilities. I just wanted to say that you chose Magic Mike XXL and you did the joke twice. No, this is no joke. I, I watched it yesterday. You can <laughs> feel free to quiz me. I, I did indeed watch Magic Mike XXL. I, I believe you. No one is uh, saying anything as such. Uh, we want to take a second to respond on over to our good friend Dan Hub Hubler. I think that's the name. Yeah. Uh, he says, I think I'm the first one here. Make me some fucking money. Well, we won't. Uh, Dan usually is a notorious gambler. So we want to thank him for uh, posting the uh, website that people can follow. But we also followed up with this. Why are you guys starting on the Noke fight? You're skipping classic matchups like Sheldon Westcott versus the other guy. <laughs> I like how that's a reuse of the joke you already made of Drew Dober versus other guy. The other guy. I know, and here's the thing. When you're a trendsetter, you get used to people biting your jokes. Uh, and Dan Hubbler, I think that's his name, uh, that's 
it's just to be expected, you know. Just one of those guys. He's um, good at running tournaments for jiu-jitsu, but jokes. If the guy's trying to make some money, he just needs to follow my picks. Don't worry. I'll, I'll make him plenty of money. This is this is actually a great bet. I may have to do a side podcast of just doing this because you versus Dan would be quite entertaining, just for my own edification. <laughs> but you know what? Since Dan went there, why don't we go to that classic uh, matchup? It is Sheldon Westcott versus Edgar Garcia, otherwise known as the other guy. On this one, I'm putting 15 seconds on the clock, and it goes to you first, Caleb. Uh, I'm picking Edgar Garcia. Uh, his last fight, he got knocked out, but I think he'll become that hungry for this fight. And, you know, Sheldon Westcott is the other guy. He has no Wikipedia whoa. page, so I don't understand. Whoa, whoa, okay, 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 okay. I gotta stop that right there. Uh, let me go to your response. And, Eric, do you have similar feelings, or where are you going on this? 15 on the clock. I'm also taking Edgar. Um, Reason being that my favorite baseball players growing up were Edgar Gonzalez, Edgar Martinez, Edgar Renteria, um, all, the long line of baseball playing Edgar. Um, so, you know, obviously okay. the skills required um, yep. baseball translate and Edgar, Edgar Garcia is going to get it done. Caleb, are you finding us something here? You were accused of following his lead, but now are you following, you know, you basically are you the trend center, much like I am with jokes? I'm a, I'm a trailblazer. He's just following Trailblazer. You know. Okay. That works for me. Um, <laughs> I have to ask you this, Eric. How much is the GPS influencing your decision on all of your picks? It's not, but it is making me think that the GPS might have, you know, thoughts on these fights and that we might need to, you know, have the GPS <laughs> weigh in at some point. Uh, um, Caleb, on does your GPS on. have a, a name? Uh, no, it's, we're, we're, we finally arrived at the academy. We're just now parking. Okay. You said there's a we. Oh, yeah. My buddy Aaron, he's one of my blue belts. Aaron, uh, can we talk to you for a second? Um, hold on. Okay. Let me put it on speaker. Aaron, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Not bad, man. Uh, thank you so much for talking. This is Raph from Verbal Tapcast. Uh, say hello to the world. We're broadcasting live right now. Hey, world. How's it going? Good, good. So here's the thing. Do you have any advice to give uh, Caleb right now? Because you've been sitting there the whole time. I didn't know that. That's okay. I wasn't on speaker, so we really, I really couldn't hear the conversation. That's cool. He was just ignoring you in the car, which is great. No, it's, it's perfect. No, he's, he's getting his uh, concentration, you know, before he okay, starts okay. tapping out other belts at the that, academy. You know, that's important. I, I, I'm aware that Caleb is quite good at jiu-jitsu. What would you say is his uh, finisher of choice? What is the, the best finish he has in jiu-jitsu? Well, it all depends on what he's working on at the time. I mean, he used to be really good at the collar choke. And then, you know, now he's into leg locks. He just kind of plays with people. <laughs> Let's chat here, Aaron. Just a uh, word, word of the wise, okay? Yeah. Don't ever tell a higher belt that they used to be good at something. <laughs> I 
That's that's what he was practicing at the time. Oh no no no! Still, I'm aware. Probably... You can say he was you know he was practicing and he's moved on, but saying he used to be good at something is a nice way of saying you're gonna find a collar choke sooner than you think. Just some advice, unsolicited. Oh, good good to take. <laughs> yes. Well, Aaron, I'm going to let you go. You're more than welcome to chime in with picks because it appears that uh, Caleb will need some shit talking on his <laughs> side to come back at Eric Jackman. So you're welcome to interject. OK, sure. Aaron, you seem like a wonderfully nice person. I hope you have a great training session today. What's that? Goodbye, Raph. It was good talking to you, too. Great. Good talk. <laughs> Eric, what did you take away from all that? Um, it's it's becoming increasingly harder to dislike these guys uh, because they seem like such genuine nice guys. Um, that's not going to stop me from okay. relentlessly attacking them, uh, but it's becoming harder inside inside my soul. Okay, that's good. Uh, how do you feel about knowing that, Caleb? Uh, I'm gonna have to turn it up a little bit. I'm start making oh. fun of some more New York shit. Okay. All right, let's do this. We're going to talk some more shit. Why don't we do that, uh, go into our next fight, and uh, Eric's going to start us off on this one. It's Dustin Poirier versus Joseph Duffy. Uh, easy pick. My twin brother, Dustin Poirier, um, I've been told many, many times when I did you know, have a lack of my man bum, when I had the shaved head, that Dustin and I were twins. And obviously, you know, he, he takes my competitive spirit into the cage with him. Uh, I love Dustin. I'm picking Dustin. Caleb, does the use of a man bun blind Eric Jackman's ability to pick this fight? Of course it does. Joseph, du- I'm choosing Joseph Duffy. Be Joseph Duffy's the last person to beat Connor McGregor, and Connor's the last person to beat Poirier. And sometimes in the main math doesn't work, but I think in this fight it will because jo- I think Joseph Duffy, Joseph Duffy's just a better boxer. Uh, Eric, do you have to, anything to say about somebody from Texas using math, let alone MMA math? Yeah, I mean, we already know the, the lack of merit that MMA math has, but just the idea that somebody, you know, in the Texas education system who, who grow up, grew up in that system um, is trying to use math just, you know, baffles me and, and makes me wonder what would really happen uh, in this fight if it was left up to, to, to the Texans. And, and Caleb, do you think that uh, Eric is the embodiment of uh, East Coast judgment, uh, doesn't know any better, talks a good game, but if you challenge him to a fight, ooh. Oh, exactly. He's just talking all this trash because he's on the other side of the phone. If, if, it, if, it, <laughs> if, if we bet in person, he wouldn't be talking like this. <laughs> he's, he's all talking behind that microphone, behind that cell phone right now. All right, I'm going to stop you short before uh, we give uh, jiu-jitsu a bad name here over here. Not that I don't do that on a daily occasion. Oh, of course you're just playing. That's what I'm doing. I'm cleaning up. Uh, We got a note from our good friend Dan Hubler. Uh, He says that Poirier at 140 is a good play. Um, Eric, do you believe that? You see. You see. Dan and I, we're on the same wavelength. We're trying to make that money. We're trying to make that money. Dan, shout out to you. You're the man. Jesus, stop playing to the crowd. It's the equivalent of, like, uh, a performer on stage being like, it's a great night being here in Wisconsin. And then people cheer. Jeez, Finally, the Rick has come back to the verbal tap. Don't ever do that again. 
Yeah, okay. I thought it was good. pretty good. No, it wasn't. And you were doing <laughs> the Stone Cold Steve Austin thing, so you would think you would stay in that theme. Well, no, that's my wheelhouse. Like, The Rock and Stone Cold, that's, that's really all I got in terms of impressions. Well, let me tell and you a few very, things, very son. Good. The first thing you're going to do, if you're going to do a Stone Cold impression, goddammit, you're going to do it right. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's go to our next fight because uh, <laughs> we spent enough time dicking around on that one. Uh, let's go over. It's a bantamweight fight between Joe Soto versus Minchinora Tanaka, and we're going to start <laughs> with you 15 seconds on the clock, Caleb. Uh, I'm going to choose Tanaka. Joe Soto, even though he fought for the title, he did get knocked out by TJ, and he got knocked out in his last fight. I just think that back-to-back knockouts is not going to be good for him, especially in his first two UFC fights, first two UFC fights. Okay. I just think Tanaka's going to take it. All right, let's go over to you, Eric. Um, I was originally going to go with Tanaka, but now that Caleb picked him, I mean, obviously it's a really bad pick, so I'm going to go with Joe Soto. No, Who cares that he got it. knocked out? He's going to knock okay. Tanaka out. Easy. Easy money. No way. Easy money. No, no, no. Okay, okay. It's oh, Jen's oh, glass oh, now. Yeah. It's going to break easy. Okay. I have to interject here because, uh, Caleb, I'm going to come back to you in a second, but I've interviewed Joe Soto. Um, so I can't say that he would ever lose. Um, but you seem to be okay with that. Would you be okay with me telling you that he, you know, isn't going to win? Because I can shoot him a text right now. Oh, that's fine. Okay, good. I'm glad that he's totally okay with the premise. The whole setup, the whole execution. Just, it's yeah, okay. straight for it. It's okay. Uh, let me ask you this, though, uh, Eric. Is there something to be said? Why is it that you are going with Joe Soto? You said that you were kind of incline, inclined to go the other way, but now you're switching your idea. Well, you know, when you get the evidence uh, that tells you you need to go the other direction, such as Caleb picking him, uh, that's what you have to do. And I mean, not to, not to mention, his nicknames are One Bad Mofo and The Hammer. Or, you know, he used to be The Hammer. I mean, when those are your nicknames, um, you're, you're swinging the, the LD and uh, you're the man. Joe Soto is a, is a Jedi pimp. That's who I'm going with. Swinging the LD. <laughs> Say that much live on the MMA Hour? Uh, probably not. Hmm. Guess it's safe to say you're not really swinging the LD then. <laughs> uh, up for debate. Up for debate. Nope, not on this podcast. Let's go to our next fight. Uh, it's a women's strawweight fight. It's between Justine Kish versus Nina Ansaroff. And we're going to go ahead and start with Caleb on this 15 on the clock. Uh, I don't know too much about either one of these fighters, but I'm going to go with Justine Kish. Okay. Uh, for absolutely no reason. Awesome. All I mean, right. Uh, let me go ahead and ask this over to Eric. Eric, do you know who they are? And second, who are you picking if they do? First of all, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm taking extension time on this. I don't care what you say. You gave him the first pick <laughs> on the last one. Then you gave him the first pick on this one. And then when you give him that opportunity, he leads off with, I don't know who either of these two are, but I'm picking this. Person. Oh, there's plenty. I of mean, how, first of all, how dare you, Raph, for doing that? And how dare Caleb for even picking when he doesn't know who any of these people are? That said, he lucked into picking Justine Kish, who is the right pick. So that's who I'm picking. 
because I know that she's going to win. Not because I don't know who she is and I flipped the coin and I, you know, just decided by random chance. And that's my extension time. Thank you. Okay. A few things here, Eric. First of all, you do know that I can mute you at any time, right? <laughs> you wouldn't dare. Oh, would I? <laughs> Listen, if you've listened to this podcast enough, you would know that I am malicious. I am without any cause able to just stop on a dime and dislike somebody. And most importantly, Eric, you never, ever attack the moderator. And that's the bottom line, because I said so. Wow. Caleb. I just need you to tell me, what is your general impression of Eric? Having talked with him for a while, having heard him try and take some pot shots at me, what are you thinking about him right now? Uh, I don't know, man. He just—he seems like the typical New Yorker, just mm. talking trash about us Texan folks. Mm. Just mm. thinks he's better than everyone. He does. That he's not. That's the best part about this. I know, it's uh, he, great. I would even he, doesn't, venture... he doesn't even train jiu-jitsu. He doesn't. And I would even venture to say this, and I hate to say this because I feel this is the, like, low-blow moment, but um, his man bun, overrated. That's wow. <laughs> Same with that white wow. face. Yep. Feel it. Feel that hurt. This. I want you to feel it, Eric. Feel I mean, the you know, the, the white boy face part, that, that part didn't really you know, hit, you know, in the heart or anything because I'm a white boy and I have a face. So that Not one white boy fade. didn't really, you know, oh, Your fade, hair. fade. No, I got yeah, the man button. Though. I got the man button. Though. No, no, no. Still. Don't remember though, that. He very, at one point very, said very. he lo- used to look like Dustin Poirier. They were twins. Me and, me and old would know this because so many people told him that. And by so many, I mean, probably two, one of which is him in a mirror. <laughs> I just sat there. Oh man, you really look like Dustin. You look like oh, hey, what's Dustin. up, Dustin? <laughs> just looks in the mirror and he's just like, "Is oh, that Dustin in the mirror?" Oh, you're so pretty. It's a shame I'm just uh, making out with you right now. Who are this you? This is making me very, very uncomfortable. Speaking of uncomfortable, squirm. let's go to our next pick. And our next pick, uh, you know what? Just to spite Eric. We're going to have Caleb lead off again because you don't make the rules here, Eric. Next fight is going to be Albert Tumanov versus Lorenz Larkin. You? Oh, totally going for Lorenz Larkin. He's the last person to beat Robbie. Or he's, well, he's not the last person, but he's beaten Robbie. And he's the man at fucking 170 right now. He's, he was shitty at 185. He knocked down to 170, and he's just been knocking people out. Okay. All right. Let's go over to Eric on that one. I mean, you know, it, the the hits just keep rolling. He was the last one to defeat Robbie Lawler. Then he wasn't. Then he was. I mean, uh, you know, it's making uh, it too easy for me. But that said, I'm going to go with Albert Tumanov because you don't have to be Einstein like he is to know that that's who's going to win. Okay, I have to ask this, Caleb, because you said you're not going to use MMA math, and this is the second time that you have done so. 
why are you using MMA math so much? And it's not even that it's not a good barometer because that is part of the way people pick. But why in particular are you making those two instances when you already came out against it yourself go? I don't know. I, I think I think Lorenz Larkin is just the man at one at 170 right now. The last two people he's knocked out, he knocked out John Doomsday Howard, and that dude's the mother a motherfucker at 170. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked him out in under three minutes. I just think it's his time at 170, or it's getting close to his time. Uh, I have to ask this, Eric: Is he the motherfucker? <laughs> uh, John Doomsday Howard is a motherfucker. I'll give him that one. He is a motherfucker. Um, yeah. But then he got knocked out again uh, in, in his last fight. But uh, big ups to Doomsday. Yeah, it's because like Lorenz Larkin knocked his jaw loose. And he's the motherfucker. He is a motherfucker. Exactly. So big ups to, to Doomsday. Okay. Okay, I'm glad we were able to have that chat. Good chat, everybody. Let's go to our next fight. <laughs> uh, we've done all of the fight pass, so congratulations to us here, guys. Let's go to our next fight. It's Ooh. a podcast favorite. What's that? I said, whoop, whoop. Okay. I wasn't sure if you made just a random white person noise, but you did. Good. <laughs> uh, our next fight Raise is Raise the roof? Fight. No. No. You have already sacrileged wrestling. I will not live for you taking 90s jargon away. <laughs> uh, you know, no lie. I, I need to stop here for a second. I had a friend of mine. Ah, that's a gym. Ah. If there's ever a gym noise. That was from my phone, by the way. Was that really? Uh, no, it was not. Wow. Remind <laughs> to us that you're at the gym. We're going to no, work on there, Eric. Your uh, Magic Mike double XL watching? It was, it, was, it was from Felix. Come on, let's be serious. Yeah, we know it wasn't real. from my phone. Um, yeah, I once had a friend. up in New York aren't training. <laughs> <laughs> I once had a friend uh, on my football team. When the phrase, you know, what, what kind of became a thing, he legitimately looked at me and he's like, Raph, what are they saying? And I was like, uh, you know, I just want to see what he's going to say. And he goes, Raph, it sounds like they're saying catch up. I didn't have the heart to tell him, but I laughed in his face. Good story, everybody. Let's go to our next fight. Yeah, it's going to be Drew Good Dober talk. Versus- good talk. Yes, yeah, Scott Holtzman. Let's start off with Eric. Nope, just kidding. Let's start off with Caleb. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Drew Dober. Uh, uh, because, you know, his last two fights haven't ended so well. And I think he's probably going to come back hungrier than ever. He got choked out in his last fight. And I think he's just looking to prove that he's not gonna, that's not going to happen again. Okay, Eric. Yeah, that's sound logic. Uh, the reason he's going to win is because he's been rocked in his last like five fights. Uh, Scott Holtzman is going to destroy Drew Dober. Uh, Hot Sauce Holtzman, managed by the great Danny Rubenstein, uh, is a lock. Is my lock of the night. 8-0, about to be 9-0, Scotty Holtzman. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to ask this over to Eric. Eric, are you aware of the fact that I tagged Drew Dober on one of our status updates? So he knows, he is a listener of our show, that you were not picking him. I'm so scared. Uh, I respect everybody. Drew Dober is a great fighter. Um, Really got screwed over in uh, Brazil, but he's not getting this one done. I'm picking Scott Holtzman. 
So you don't think that there's such thing as fight karma that he's built up enough? Especially you know what? With I actually that? do believe there is a thing. Uh, you know, there is a fight karma that he may you know get one back at some point, but I don't think it's against Scotty Holtzman, up and coming prospect. Uh, but I mean, Dober's young; he's 27. He'll, he'll he'll get it done another time, but not this time. All right, let's pass that back over to Caleb. Any thoughts on what he had to say on his analysis there? No, Drew Dober's getting it done. It's going to happen. It's his. He's going to come back, and he's going to. How do you see him finishing day. it? Knockout, second knockout. round. That's the good choice. If you are going to bet on a Drew Dober, I would probably go knockout on that one. Uh, however, I know I Drew, need to watch his neck. Uh, yeah. We we chatted about that actually, uh, <laughs> Drew. You know what's funny? Okay, I have to say this. So I've done one of these picking things against Drew uh, for my work over at First Slice, and he lost to me. And not only did he lose to me, but he hasn't fulfilled his bet. He is a huge Star Wars nerd, and he came up with a bet that the loser had to cut a promo in favor of Jar Jar Binks. Oh. <laughs> Now, here's the reason why I'm saying this, all of you listening and all of you uh, for the future who will come back to this show. Just know that I told Drew. I've texted him. I have chatted with him. And he's like, dude, I'm busy. And I'm like, I know you are. But you're also not a man of your word. I go, but here's the thing. I would never ruin a fight cap. But the minute you win, I am coming after you with a vengeance to get that video done. So if you guys are listening, send Drew Dober a note that says, where's that Star Wars video for Verbal Tap? Now, is he, does he have to do it in the voice of Jar Jar Binks, or is he just cutting it in favor? Because, I mean, if he had to do it as Jar Jar Binks, that would be incredible. I thought about that, but here's the problem, Eric. Not everybody's as gifted as impressions as me. Here we go, Raph going on and on about his impressions. I didn't have to, yeah, I just said it I'm once. Ready. Go ahead, continue, keep going. We've spent more talking about you loving your hair than me doing one casual mention of, yeah, I'm pretty good at impressions. Compared to Drew Dober, Dober MMA for a fighter. guy named Sam Jackson and beat him? I can beat Sam Jackson. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There is a Nick. Nolte on Drew Dober's record. This yes, cannot there is. be real. Yeah. Uh, he Nick fought him in a parking lot. And a Sam Jackson on Drew Dober's record. Uh, I, I think the actual response from Nick Nolte was somewhere along the lines of, Yeah, no, Father, give a beer. It's kind of what Nick Nolte does these days. Uh, anyway, Drew, we love you. We wish you the best, buddy. And, uh, you know, Eric doesn't believe in you, but we do. I mean, he beat up Nick Nolte and Sam Jackson. I'm starting to believe now. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next fight. Our next fight is a match between Diego Brandao versus Brian Ortega. Let's go over to Eric. 15. Oh, wow. Would you look at that? I get to get the first craft. Never mind. Let's go back to Caleb. Caleb, 15 on the clock, go. (laughs) Diego Brandau for the win. His striking's better. I think his ground game's better. I know Ortega's a jiu-jitsu black belt under the Gracies, Henner and Heron, but I think Brandau's just an overall better fighter and is going to win by a knockout. (laughs) 
All right, Eric, go. I'm going to take uh, Diego Brandao as well uh, because he said he would stab Dustin Poirier in the neck with a pen at UFC 68. And anybody who says they will stab uh, somebody in the neck with a pen uh, is somebody I'm going to continue to pick until they retire from the sport. So the pick is Diego Brandao. I, you know, I, this is the first I, time I, I 100% agree with you. How do you not pick somebody like that? You you pick that guy until he retires. You 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 do not bet against the guy who will stab you in the neck with a pen. Never. Um. Any thoughts here, Caleb? Uh. Well, the stabbing someone in the neck with a pen, I choose that guy too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hold on. Wait. Uh-oh. Who did you pick on this one? Diego Brando. Okay. Just making sure. I was like, wait a second. Uh, this fucker's gonna no make love, me cross no love for T City. No love for no Congo love for T City today. I know, and T City is an interesting nickname to have. If we're being honest, <laughs> for many reasons, I like it. I think it's good. You do? Why do you like it? Uh, it's just, you know, it's simple. It's uh, it's unique. Go um, on, tell me more. No, 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 no. You please, please, let's go on this for a second. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, moving on. Mm-mm. I thought you were all about wanting to speak more and speak first. Well, I'm giving the opportunity to do that right now. Go ahead. Well, I'd love to speak first. I mean, at some point, you know, you're going to stop trying to cripple me in this game and let me have a fair shake at it. Uh, Listen, I think you're I'm doing all... a fair job on crippling yourself. Oh, how dare you, sir. <laughs> all right. Let's go to our next fight. This guy is my favorite name in I think most of the UFC I'm going to say the second guy's names first because the first one is the one that always makes me laugh but his opponent is Manasori Kanehara versus Michael McDonald who uh, some of you may know in the music industry uh, has that one song they say so they Wanna be something, you know that guy. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fucking good. How did you have that ready to go, Eric? Ah, uh, good times. <laughs> How did you have that ready to go? Was that your thing? Were you gonna do that? Oh, that was my thing. But once you once you got into it, I was like, "Oh, this is it, dude!" This I can't <laughs> I can't tell you how many shows I have cut Michael McDonald jokes with that. I think it's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> oh, Great minds okay. think alike, as they say. Absolutely. All right, let's do this. Um, let's go to that fight and let's start with Eric. You've redeemed yourself. Yes. Go. Uh, I'm going to go with Kane Hara, who you incorrectly labeled as Manasori when his name is Masanori. I mean, that's, you know, that's forgivable, I guess. Uh, it's tough to read letters and, and speak words. Um, but I'm going to go with Kane Hara. I think McDonald's been off too long. Kane Hara is going to get it done. Okay, thank you very much for the condescension. Uh, who do you have on this one, though, Caleb? Do you have uh, Michael McDonald or do you have Manasori Academy? I have Manas, Masanori. Uh, for the same for the same reason he does. Michael McDonald's been out for too long. He's been hurt, 
and it's the, the game's grown too much, and it, it, the bantamweight division is just too difficult right now for him to just hop back in. But, but Caleb, but Caleb, she went so they wanna be so with the handsome there. Well, he should lose the fight just for having the same name as that guy. Whoa! That terrible whoa. music. I whoa, whoa! What a fool believes is a song. It speaks uh, to our hearts. It speaks to our minds. It speaks to all the senses, sir. <laughs> no, not not. <laughs> 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 I have to say, I, I'm recovering from a little bit of a cold. Otherwise, I would be doing the high pitch part of the voice. But because um, <laughs> there's nothing funnier than like leading that. Because I think that's the dumbest vocal I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay, we still people you? like. How, how dare you? you? No, 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 no. I mean that lovingly. I would see them in concert. That's fine. But I think that. You know, like, how do you sit around with other people and tell them, like, hey, I was thinking about singing the song kind of like, with this voice that's like a black dude, (laughs) except I'm white, really, really white. Like, it's it's Michael McDonald sings the Motown hits. I love Michael McDonald. Oh, my God. Of course you do. Uh, (laughs) All right. Eric, um, what was your response to all of that? Um, with it, I said the same thing. You just said exactly what I said. Okay. Just make it sure. Come on. Has he been out for too long, though? Does that really matter? Uh, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, out for way it matters when you're out for, out for three years. years. Yeah. In the Bantamweight division. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. And then Uriah choked his face off. Well, I mean, Uriah's making his way throughout everybody in that division. Not lately. Mm-hmm. Well, who, who, Eddie, who, who did the last fight, Frankie Signs? No, who's that? Hmm. All right, <laughs> let's go to our next fight. Uh, we've got this one. It is going to be a heavyweight fight between Stipe, Mike Cook, <laughs> and Andreoli Arlovskiing. <laughs> we'll start with Eric on this one. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Magic Miocic. Uh, I think that the the magic man gets it done, um, if only for the fact that he might be the least funny person on camera and the most funny person on Twitter. The disparity between the two we're gonna come back uh, to that is, is very impressive. All and right. uh, I'm going Caleb. with uh, Magic Miocic. Uh, the obvious choice, Andre Arlowski, man, he's he's making his way back up there. He had that awful fight with Frank, and I think he's looking to knock this this motherfucker out. Okay. I mean, he's okay. knocked out, you know, Antonio Silva, Travis Brown, and that shit fight with Frank Mir. He's going to come out and destroy Miocic. I hope so. That was a terrible fight. Um, I want to come back over yeah. to you for this, though. Uh, Eric, I was going to call you Ariel for a second. But, Eric, <laughs> Eric, I have to ask you this. What does Twitter hilarity have to do with anything? In turn, what do you mean? What does it have to do with anything? It has to do with life. Life. Twitter is life. No, uh, ball is life. It, no, all right, you know what? Life. You know what? You just checked me. You just checked me because ball is actually life. <laughs> um, but second in life is Twitter. 
Okay. Actually, no, my wife is in the room. So second in life is my wife. Uh, third in life is Twitter. And um, Stipe has quite a powerful Twitter game. And, okay, uh, what about his Twitter that, game uh, is so powerful? That will carry him. What about his Twitter? Yeah, what about it? What's so powerful? Oh, he's he's hilarious. He, he has... Uh, he has enough good sense to laugh at himself, to know when it's time to take a joke. It, it, complete opposite of seemingly how he acts in real life. He seems very good-natured, but he's very uptight on Twitter. He's very loose. He's very funny, uh, interacting with the great Tommy Toehold. Shout-out to Tommy Toehold. I'm shouting you out on other shows because you're the man. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I just like his I like his Twitter game. I like his persona. I like his vibe. I like what he's got going on. Okay. Well, that was enough of a love letter to him there. Uh, Caleb, you mentioned the fact that like you think that Orlovsky is going to come back because of a bad performance, just because it wasn't an exciting fight, but he still won. Um, does that really uh, care? Is that he, something that carry overs again, really... or is that just like you using MMA math again? No, not MMA math. I just think that he he wants to show that he can still he can still kill some or not kill somebody, kill somebody, but like still knock an MFR out. Like he can still. You know, Frank Mir is a dangerous opponent because of the ground game, and he has knockout power too. So it was, you know, he seemed very tentative. He didn't seem to want to pull the trigger when he needed when he needed to, and it just became a boring stalemate of a fight. And I mm-hmm. think if Frank would have won, it would have been the same kind of feeling. Like Andre wasn't happy that he won that fight, and neither. Is... And uh, you know, if Frank would have won, he would have said the same. Like I'm not happy I won that. Okay. Okay. All right, um, guys, I just want to remind you to start thinking about your wagers. We have two fights left, and uh, you don't have to tell me what they are now, but just start thinking about it in the back of your brains. I'm going to ask this over to Eric. Eric, do you have an idea of what you would like to bet? You don't have to say what it is right now, but do you have an idea? Now, when you say bet, does that mean what I would be giving up, or do you mean what I would require from Caleb? Uh, either. Um, I'm thinking maybe... You know, oh, no, 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 don't say it yet. Records. Oh, I, I have a good idea. Don't worry. Okay. I have a good idea. Okay, okay. Caleb, how about you? Uh, let me think about it a little bit okay. more. Okay, you got two fights to do so, and uh, I'm actually going to go to Eric first on this one, so you have a couple more seconds to think about that and your pick for oh, yeah. this fight. Abel Trio versus Tony. Wait, wait, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? Abel Trio. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Is that not how you say it? Uh, sure, close enough. I thought I would be able to say it. Oh, very good, very good. Jesus, it, you're so slow at this. How do you not, like, every time you come on the show, you forget that some of the fun, most of the fun of moderating is getting to butcher the names. It's true. You know, oh, man, that reminds me, like, I'd love to moderate this one day. I'd love to be on the the deciding end of this that'd be I don't a lot know of fun that I could but obviously give up that power yeah i don't i don't think you could either it's it's quite uh you know intoxicating i wouldn't blame you if you didn't want honestly that. it's like i don't know why some viewer hasn't said like hey raf why don't you ever play kevin in one of these and the real answer yeah. is no this is way more fun because Absolutely. I get the ability to both say how shitty his picks are and to chime in when I want. Like, if I want to make an analysis, I can. 
Yeah, and, and you don't have to really risk anything because you're, you know, a wimp. So you don't have to put your nuts on the table. Well, here's the thing. Um, as a writer um, who's interviewed and actually bet people on air and made stakes that are, you know, legitimate, it's it's tough because it's in addition to the podcast. So I don't know that you would really know how to do more than one thing, but, you know. You know, I've interviewed Sakuraba before. Put that sure. in your pipe. You've interviewed him. Okay, cool. When's the last time you talked with Hicks? It, it was pretty cool, actually. When's the last time I talked to my buddy Sakuraba? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, I, called, I called him up last week to hang out. He said he was busy. Tight. Uh, you know, um, I, so... I don't know if you guys saw this. I, I'm willing to take two seconds actually out before we go to these next fights. And like I said, uh, when we come back from this short aside, it's Abel Triolio versus Tony Sims. And um, did you guys – you guys saw the Sakuraba fight with uh, Aoki? Yeah, that was sad. I did. Yep. It was really sad. He shouldn't be fighting anymore. We're all agreed on this, right? Yes. Please. Uh, yeah. Please no okay. more. No more. I'm okay um, with did... him doing jujitsu though. Absolutely, yeah, I am too. But and look, I mean, he didn't look, you know, him and Henzo uh, at Metamorris. That wasn't like, you know, a, a barn burner or anything. But I'm confident in the fact that, like, you know, he's he's in relatively good enough shape that he's not going to get himself, you know, seriously injured. Um, whereas in MMA, that's that's a real concern. I'm I'm okay with him doing exhibitions in jujitsu. Well, the reason why I bring this up is because shortly after his fight against Aoki, which you felt bad, and you were like, man, I hate to see Sakuraba like this. He's a legend. I just don't want to see him more hurt than I imagine he already is. Um, So he puts a message on Facebook shortly after that fight. Did you guys happen to see that message? I did not. Uh, Nope. I did. Now, I can't read the writing that he does it in his foreign language, but um, fortunately, Facebook... It translates it for you. I'm not 100% sure if I understand it. Do you want me to read it to you? Give us, uh, yeah, maybe give us a quick summary. I don't know if I want to read it, but maybe, you know, give us the cliff notes. No, this is the full message right here, okay? Okay, hit me. You have to impersonate him as well. Give it. Like no, I would not. He's voice. a legend. I would not do that to him. Here we oh. go. Thank you for all of your heartfelt support. Crunchies! I can type without the type of person I come on? Why? I am sorry. Also, I will. I'm not going to say anything about this. I'm just going to pretend the first sentence was the last sentence and move on. I just want to ask... Is there something about the word crunchies that I don't know? I don't know. I, I, I honestly could not tell you what happens after crunchies is stated. I can't tell you what the rest of that is, means, or, you know, sounds like it means. Um, but uh, I'm glad he appreciates the support. We love Sakuraba. But crunchies. What the fuck is a crunchy? <laughs> I, I could not tell you. So I've taken it to calling people like crunchies um, now afterwards. So that's the gift I give to all of you. Anyway, back to the fights. Let's go to Abel or Tony and Eric. Who do you have? I'm going with Tony uh, for no other reason than 
for some, you know, for some crazy reason, I believe his name sounds like one of these like motivational speakers or like workout guys who like promotes P90X um, because it's so like generic. Um, and I and I'm really uh, taken aback by that, and it really affects in a way that I, I believe he's going to get it done. Sounds good. Uh, let's go to Caleb. Uh, I'm going to choose Abel Trujillo. How do you say his last name? Uh, it's really easy. Um, just go Trio. Trio. Okay. Uh, I'm going to choose him because uh, I, I have no idea who Tony Sims is. And I think that, you know, with the past two fights, he's, you know, he's, he's been submitted, but he's, he might just want to come back. He might want to come back and figure out that fight and win it. Okay. That's a shitty explanation. You know, I'm not going to say it was your best. But I'm also not going to say it was your worst. Let's go to this, guys. I'm going to give 20 seconds on the clock to our good friend, Eric Jackman. Eric, you've got 20 seconds to explain who you think is going to win in the welterweight title fight between Robbie Lawler and Carlos Condit. Go. I'm going with the ambassador of violence, Robbie Lawler. Uh... Because for no other reason than if you think back to the last time uh, he fought and you think back to that moment in the fourth round where his lip is completely hanging off his face and Rory McDonald's coming on ahead on the scorecards as we come to find out and he's looking back at him and Big John McCarthy is between them and Rory McDonald's trying to mad dog him and Robbie Lawler with a split lip looks back, spits the blood out and then walks back to his corner. Uh, It was the most magical moment. Uh, of this year and Robbie Lawler is a bad motherfucker he's gonna get it done uh hey guys good news for those of you playing the home drinking game take another drink for the word magic being utilized by Eric on this show and also take three drinks for motherfucker being utilized by (laughs) Eric Jackman that's New York Rick on the less profane MMA hour for whatever reason (laughs) And Caleb, what do you have for us? I'm going with Robbie Lawler too, for the simple fact. Uh, I mean, just to, just to go against Kevin, I hate Carlos Condit. I just don't think that he should be fighting for the title. Whoa. And Robbie, it's Robbie's Whoa. time. It's been Robbie's time. And Condit, he Condit needs to needs to beat a top ten guy before he needs to fight fights for a title again. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Wait. That was that wow. was you throwing shade at Kevin. So we need to go back <laughs> to you on this because this is you're overlooking Eric. And most people do in life, but you are directing this at Kevin. Do you harbor yes. some sort of bad feelings for Kevin's unrequited love for Carlos Condit? Uh, no, I just think it'd be funny. Oh, okay. Just well, to, I'm all just for to, that too. I know you don't. I know you don't like Kevin, so it's just fun to poke fun at Kevin. I don't. He's terrible. <laughs> it's on record. Kevin, I hate these two. Uh, they're the worst. You're the man. Welcome back. Oh, I uh, forgot. I, we also have an apologist show. on the fucking podcast. Every goddamn time. Kevin, I love you. Don't forget I love you. Kevin, don't don't listen to these guys. Uh, you're the man. Uh, this is coming when from... you come back, you'll still be the best part of this podcast. And uh, I miss you, buddy. <laughs> the best part of this podcast. <laughs> it's funny. At least one of us could show up. Anyway. <laughs> Let me ask you this though, Eric. Um, you know, you mentioned there's a lot of tenacity, there's a lot of toughness here on the part of uh, you know Robbie Lawler, and I, I think he's had 
a lot of evidence to suggest he is a fighter's fighter. Are okay. you overlooking the fact that Connit himself has also been in some wars? Oh, no, I lo- you know what? Unlike uh, our buddy Caleb, I do not hate Carlos Condit. That was strong words over there. Um, I love Carlos Condit. I think he's, he's a finisher. I think he's an exciting fighter. Um, I just think that he's a little more on the technical side. He's a little mm-hmm. more um, measured. He's a little bit more um, varied in his attack, but he's not as aggressive, and you know he's not as much of a brawler. And I think... If he keeps it a technical fight, he can win. But I think Robbie's going to get it into a brawl at some point, and he's going to land those uh, hands on him and, and take it home. Uh, Caleb, I think he brings up some good points here. But, you know, having said that, how much blood do you think will be shed in this fight? Because I feel like I've, as I'm trying to remember both of them in fights, I just remember massive amounts of blood. And follow-up question, how sad do you think that the American Red Cross will be to watch this fight? Uh, I, I think there's going to be a lot of blood. It's, I think the, the Robbie Lawler and McDonald fight and the GSP and Connett fight, is, it won't even compare to how much blood. But we could be wrong. I mean, there could be a, it could be a really boring fight. They might try to knock each other's heads off, but... but I, I mean, I know, try to think in, in Eric's mindset... On this one, for the mere fact that, yes, I think Robbie wants to make it a brawl. And at some point, I, it's hard for 25 minutes not to make it a brawl with somebody like him who can really provoke and, and be a bully in that sense. So I think I would be a little bit more worried if Condit himself hadn't been in that situation before um, where they've tried to make it a brawl, but he plays a little bit smart with it. Or as the Diaz brothers say, why are you running like a bitch, bitch? You know. Yeah, but, you know, he brought his roller skates that night, man. You know, Nick Diaz stood there and was like, let's go. And he put on his roller skates and just skated backwards. You just said roller on skates. It, you know. my show. <laughs> <laughs> He's just skating backwards. He doesn't want to fight. Eric. I'm like a bitch, bitch. Yep. Yep. I didn't know there was a 209 section of Texas, but now I know. Oh, just, just I think I'm the only one in my at, in my area that likes Nick Diaz. Everyone I train with hates him. Mm. Eric makes up like one other guy, maybe. Eric, did we lose you here? No, I'm here. Okay, I I just thought for your response, but you didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you just kept saying my name. You're like Eric. I was like, yes, I'm waiting for uh, for something to happen. I'm waiting for a question. I'm waiting, you know, what a moderator might do, somebody to lead the conversation. Um, oh, see, here's the difference. I, I did lead the question. When you are prompted with your name, I, I think that's still your name, unless you want to go all Hollywood and go by, what is that, New York Rick? Which Yes, I, I would like other... you, I mean, honestly, if it was up to, if, if, if I had my brothers, you'd refer to me as Sir or, or Sire. Um but, you know, we can stick with New York Rick for now. Just real quick, what would you be a king of if you were a sire? Uh, I would be the king of this arena, as I've, you know, outlined when we when we did the intros. Um, I would be the king of this game. I would be the king of Over Under. I'd be the king of this podcast. Um, in fact, I'd be the king of all podcasts. Um, as Howard Stern is the king of all media, I'm the king of all podcasts. Which falls under media, so maybe he's my king, but I'm second at least. Bare minimum to Howard Stern. That would make you not a king. You know how kings work, right? 
No, like there's like kings and secondary kings and nope. and kings no. under that and kings and kings and no. kings. No, <laughs> someone is grossly misread. Well, guys, let's do this. Let's start to put a nice bow on this nice package that is garbage. But let's go over <laughs> to Eric. Eric, I have to ask you. You said you had an idea for a bet. I'm curious. I what did. So my thought is that uh, maybe we we have our our buddy Caleb, who you know respects respects his craft so much, um, recorded like a 10 second clip of him awarding me my blue belt that I heart that I earned so wow. you know I, I put in such the time to earn uh, by beating his ass in these picks, and I would love if there was like a 10 second clip of him looking dead into the camera handing that blue belt over to me uh, and then you know whether it's actually mailed or not mailed to me uh, I can live you know with or without that but the I'll actual you, it's the, video footage, you. the video footage the video footage is is what's important to me and, that and is I that be fair. okay Eric Eric let me ask you this you want me to have a brown belt on video award you a fictional blue belt that you have not earned yeah blue belt wait a minute I have earned it how? By picking uh, by beating his ass in these picks. I mean, that's 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 what a you know. Yeah, it's not I, how jujitsu works. <laughs> who cares how jujitsu works? Oh, whoa, you whoa, son whoa, of whoa. a bitch! Okay, first of all, you've alienated like a billion people who don't know what jujitsu is. Uh, let me ask you this, Eric. Uh you want us to hand you a belt that you didn't actually earn. What do you think we are, the Gracies? Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, oh Jesus. Boom. That's how you do a drop-in. Uh, let's go over to Caleb. Caleb, uh, what do you think about that video? And do you have an idea for what you'd like Eric to do if he loses? Uh, I will accept his. I'll accept his wager. Uh, okay. uh, if I win these fight, the fight picks, he has to... Do a wrestling promo explaining why Texas is so much better than New York. Oh, I like that. A wrestler style promo. I mean, I, I can do that. I, can I mean, do he that. can't. An Instagram video, like a 15 second. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to give you a fake blue belt. You have to go five seconds longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good term. Uh, Eric, your thought? Uh, I, I'll agree to these terms. I'll agree to these stipulations. That's pretty funny. Eric, I'm going to make it for 30 seconds, actually. No, how dare you, sir? Uh, that's the power of the moderator. Wait a, wait a minute. Well, then I expect this ceremony to be beefed up a little bit. How? I don't know, but I expect a little more than <laughs> just, you know, uh, I, I said like 10 seconds handing over the blue belt. I want like the whole gym clapping for me and stuff like I'll agree I'll agree wow Caleb okay. I'll agree to that That's Caleb fine. this is where you lose your your brown belt I'm, I'm very I know, sorry. This is where I lose so much credibility they're like who the fuck is this dude you're giving a blue belt to like you're so <laughs> close to that finish man. line known as the black belt this is the one stumbling block that your instructor's like what did I tell you about going f- on the verbal tap podcast this is why you don't get your black belt. Yeah. Don't worry. I uh, I won't share it with too many people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, only just my say, dozens Just don't be going around like, just don't be spreading my name masters. out there. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be like, you know who I got belt. my blue belt from? I got it from Caleb. 
Although Caleb, you don't I have to say, bro. I when they, when they tap me out, when when they tap <laughs> me out with a with a Kimura, you know, in the first five seconds, I'm gonna be telling them uh, about my lineage, about where or I got my belt from. They just tap you out, and you <laughs> don't know what you're getting tapped out to. I think that's probably the funnier moment. Um, you broke up. What'd you say? Oh, I was just saying when you tap out to a move, you don't even know. You're just like, what is that? Oh yeah. Uh, the other <laughs> more important thing stuff. is, I think the one gift that we're overlooking here is the fact that we would be giving a new fake belt video for the jiu-jitsu community, which are always great. Oh, I know. Sure. So it is a gift to the gods. So, okay, Uh, just in case, in the event of a tie, I like both of these, uh, we're going to come back to one more stipulation, which is the Kevin stipulation that you guys would like to have. So we're going to come back to that in a second. But before we stop, we need to make sure that we do uh, fight of the night and the two performances of the night. So I'm going to start over with uh, Eric. Uh, what do you see as being the fight of the night and the two performances of the night? Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Lawler Condit as fight of the night. And I'm going to okay. go with Diego Brandao okay. and Dustin Poirier. I think he's going to get a knockout. Okay. All right. Let's go over to Caleb. Uh, I'm also going to go with Robbie Lawler and Condit for the fight of the night. I think Robbie will get the performance of the night as well, the knockout. And I think Arlowski will get the second performance of the night with a knockout. Okay. Those are picks. All right. So, did you guys have a stipulation you wanted to do for Kevin? Um. Yes, I'd like. <laughs> Jar Jar is getting a lot of love, getting a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of love in the uh, in the in the uh, punishment category. Um. I haven't thought of what I wanted Kevin to do. How about something like, um, Kevin. When he makes his first appearance back, when he when he's officially you know back, which will probably um, be tomorrow, if we're being honest, I think we're probably recording tomorrow. I don't know. Well, then we can't. Oh wait, can we do it? Yeah, I guess there's enough time to turn the uh, the results around. You know, depending yeah. on you. Um, so we'll have. And now this is only in the event of a tie. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! Man, this I is wanna... actually. This is actually if Kevin or I don't know. I just you guys prompted it. I just so want yes, Kevin to get some kind of punishment, regardless yeah, sure. of if he win or if we you know if we tie or yes, win. Yes, Kevin or has lose. to go through something. Kevin to, okay, for not showing up. Kevin has to do for, something. Yeah, for not showing up. Yeah. Um, and I'd like that something to be that he has to say meow before every <laughs> sentence on the next podcast. No. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think I think that's fair. I think that's the, fair. the thing that you did once on our podcast where he had to refer to me as Your Majesty. I think. <laughs> yep. Um, we were supposed to do it for two shows. <clears throat> I think after the first one, we had concluded that Kevin couldn't remember enough, but it was still entertaining because <laughs> he was really pissed to have to do it. But no, I'm, it's not the fucking Super Troopers game. No. Oh, come on. Um, oh, that would be great. Fine. How about... How about... I don't know. See, there's no there's no repercussions that are good outside of something he has to do on the podcast. Because, like, no, you know, what has he got? Like, 
five followers or whatever. There's no social media like justice no. that we can really get. Um, so it has to be something on the podcast. How about at the start of the next podcast? Um, he has to go into a really, really heartfelt speech um, about why he wasn't able to do this. He has to really sell it. He has to really justify why he wasn't able to perform here, why he wasn't able to come. You know, like when you're when you're telling your uh, your teacher why you were sick from school, but they don't really believe you, and you have to give that really like heartfelt kind of speech. Um, I want that. Um, That's pretty I good. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually parlay that into Kevin having to say a nice heartfelt speech about the winner. He has to do a one minute speech talking about how good the person who won is. I'm I'm all for that. Plus, but I want to hear his excuse as well. I want him to really, yes. you know, break down. <laughs> uh, all right, it has to I, make us want and, to forgive him. Yes, that's yes. not showing up. The one, one of the <laughs> few episodes he has not done with me. Yes. You know, I will say he was supposed to record some sort of shit talking for the both of you, but he didn't do it. So <laughs> I mean, I'm a little more even more so. some shit. Yeah, uh, he was like, "Yeah, so dude, lazy. I'll have it in the morning," and I was like, "Okay." Nope, he didn't do it. Under. Under Kevin. Under, Under. Kevin, dude. Well, let's do this. Uh, we're going to go ahead and close up real quick. I want to thank the both of you guys for uh, sticking on, talking great amounts of shit to each other. Um, Caleb, I just needed assurance. If you ever come to Los Angeles, you're not going to, like, kill me for this, right? Oh, no way. Absolutely. No way. Caleb, you've always been a great, great person. You. We always enjoy, uh, uh, you know, just chatting with you. You're always promoting us really, really nicely, and we appreciate that. Where can people uh, see that fight, that uh, your match coming up, I believe, next Saturday? Yes. Um, I don't think there's a pay-per-view event, but I will be periscoping it. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll I mean, get my periscope up. Um, but, oh, damn it. But um, I can't find it. But you can find me on Facebook, Caleb Johnson, um, Instagram, Johnson Caleb BJJ underscore BJJ, and that's all I got right now. That's all it. Well, we thank you very much for that. We look forward to that. Eric, are you going to be watching that fight? Yeah, I mean, if I, if he can figure out his Twitter handle and get that periscope, You're I might. Such you know, a dick. In. The game is uh, over. This is up. when you do pleasantries, but you can't even get uh, around to that. <laughs> no, uh, you know what you should do, Raph? You should tweet out that link when he does get that Periscope link nah. um, because that would be fair, and we'd nah. like people to actually Thank tune you. into that. So do I that. I think you should tweet and it then, out because you're the dick that was the same. I'll, I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it. Okay. I'll tweet it. Caleb, if you if you get Raph that link, I promise I will tweet out your, your Periscope for uh, for your tournament next Saturday. Awesome, man. Thank you. Um, and then, uh, uh, am I going to get to do my plugs or, or should I just, uh, hold off on that? I was thinking about giving Caleb your plugs as well. So you're on the oh, very man. thin wise well, right here. Go ahead. <laughs> um, you can catch me on the MMA hour every Monday at 1 PM at MMAfighting.com, oh, wow, you? And you can catch me on Twitter at New York, Rick spell out New York. And Rick is spelled R-I-C. No K because that K is for losers. So uh, hit me up on Twitter, New York Rick. Wow. Rick Astley would say differently. Well, Rick Astley is a scumbag who I don't want to hear from ever again because he's ruined the internet. So how about that? Uh, You know what his response would be to that? 
<laughs> so beautiful. Well that done. Was... Very good time. Uh, well, I want to thank the both of you guys. That was something. It was something. You uh, know yeah, it's, it's not too different <laughs> from your walk on music to your three different sound cues that you shittily put on my show. Excuse me. What? I'm trying to enhance the podcast here, and you're giving me shit for it. Listen, whenever you come on the show, the podcast gets dehanced, and then I have to like <laughs> amp up what I do in order to enhance it back to normal. I do not accept this. I do not accept this. I don't this. care. This is how I sign off. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for sticking around with us. We hope you guys watch the fights, and uh, we're going to bring these guys back on. I don't know when we're doing our next show, but we wanted to do a live one so we could do over under Kevin with you guys. We had a great time doing it. We hope that you guys will come back. Check us out at verbaltapcast.com when we will have Kevin back because we do miss him uh, and he deserved a vacation. So we wanted to give him as such. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you again. I want to thank, of course, Caleb. I want to thank Eric. I want to thank myself because really, why not? And I want to thank you guys for sticking around and listening to us live. You guys have a great rest of your day. And uh, what is it? What does Kevin say at the end of this? I know what I say, which is good night, good fight. So let's do that. All right. You guys have a good one. Enjoy the fights tonight. Peace.